Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? What's up, nerds? Welcome to another episode of the Multiverse Report. And right now, we are recapping the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer for a suburban anthropomorphic animal planet to a whole lot of emotion and everywhere in between. My name is Mike Gibbs, and with me is always Steve Haller. What's up, Steve? Well, in the meantime, we should uh, talk about this trailer, but... Um... I, James Gunn again love, killing it with love the music. that song choice. I love that song in general, Damn. and it was just like I oh, heard that. I'm too. like, oh yeah, yeah, that work that works perfect. Uh, we're talking about the song "In the Meantime" by a band called Space Hog from the uh, early to mid '90s. I think it was '96. Um, that first record was '96. I believe so. Resident Alien. Their second record is called the Chinese Album, and it is awesome it's really really good oh they put out a couple albums 94 okay cool they put out a couple albums after that as well if you like the music in this uh trailer you check them out um I, it's one of those things that trailers do all the time where they take a song and they make it a little more dramatic sounding right but the original is very good as but well that, um, I, I literally after seeing it the first time i just walked around with that bass line in my head for hours yeah one of the um Bands that I'm in, side project band that I'm in called Against the Giants recently or, or over the summer learned that song and I'm the bass player in that band and I had to learn that bass part. Ah. And it's not as tricky as you think it is, but it's, it's, all, just it's a busy. F- yeah, fun little groovy busy bass line. Yeah. But also when we learned it and we played it in practice for the first time, I was just smiling the entire time. I was like, <laughs> I can't believe we're playing the song that I've heard since I was a kid. It's yep. amazing. That's <laughs> it feels great. So good. And then hearing it, this trailer worked on me in a big way. Um, and uh, so did this trailer. This trailer looks great. Very excited. Just right on the heels of... It makes tons of sense for them to release this trailer. <laughs> I don't know how I, why I had trouble saying that word. Trailer. It makes tons of sense for them to release it now on the heels of the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. We should have expected this if we thought about it. It's a, like, hey, here's this uh, you know prestige Christmas special starring these characters that you haven't seen in a while, but you all still remember and you all love. And, oh, by the way, bam, there's their new movie coming out um, next summer. So, like, give people a week or so to watch the really special. Then I'm hit it with the trailer. Really genius timing and marketing. Very well done. All over the place, I gotta say. Um, I don't know. I love this trailer. Steve, what did you think? I thought it was great. I thought it hit, it hit the right feels for Guardians. Still yes. gave you enough like depth and emotion that you cared about what was going to happen. Uh, mm-hmm. We got the return of Gamora. We saw, yeah. Well, we saw the High Evolutionary, which is phenomenal, mm-hmm. um, and also yep. likely that Rocket is going to be in a Meet Your Maker type scenario where uh, you know he's going to run into, or I mean, they're going to have to confront the High Evolutionary. So. We'll see. Yeah. we'll see what happens um, there. Sure, and it seems like Rocket is a product of the High Evolutionary's experiments or something like that. Right. Um, we know that... We've known for a long time. Uh, uh, sorry, I should... Let's back up. 
for those of you who don't remember, this is a movie that has been in the works for quite some time. Originally, was going to be part of Phase 4, I believe, but it got delayed when James Gunn got fired from Disney um, because he uh, got in trouble for some really uh, poor taste jokes that he made 10 years ago, or by this time, maybe 15 years ago. I don't know how long ago. On Twitter, someone made a stink about it, and Disney fired him, which... Thank God they did, because that's how he got the job at DC to make uh, the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker and now being the head of uh, DC Studios. But um, once there was a lot of fan outcry and a lot of evidence that showed that he realized those jokes were those jokes were in poor taste and had apologized for them and, you know, had grown as a person. Right. Even the, so far to the main cast of Guardians of the Galaxy signed and released something saying we would we do not want to make guardians of the galaxy volume three unless james gunn is directing it i got i mean news for those actors you would have made it no matter what because you signed a contract and you don't have the kind of power in hollywood to to really say no right the mouse the mouse is um, going to get his no matter what yeah yeah exactly you would have been fired (laughs) um if you refuse to make it. But anyway, Disney rehired James Gunn to make this movie, so there the movie was pushed back. So we should have already seen this, but even before all of that, when he was originally talking about Guardians Volume 3, he talked about how it was going to be a story about Rocket and where Rocket came from. So we known this for a while, but like seeing it, I guess I hadn't thought of that in a while, and seeing it is just like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember Rocket is just some kind of like experimented, damaged um, you know, character that he's tough on the outside, but he's come from a hard place. And I think we're going to see that hard place. And it was tough. I didn't notice it the first time, but when we watched, when I watched it tonight, you, you see him as a little tiny, like raccoon pup being taken out of a cage. And it's like yeah. kind of heartbreaking to think of that. And, you know, we know we've, you know, we, we know that he can talk and act like a human being, but he also has like weird metal stuff in his, in so um stuff's been going on with rocket i think we're gonna see what happened to him and right. how a little became, bit of an origin story um, yeah exactly set within this um, and they did show yes. uh lila otter who uh the two of them have quite the history um okay yeah i saw that it was an otter then yep. i saw online that it was lila otter i do not know of an existing character named lila otter so please educate me uh, there's not much education i can do i just know they have a, a history and have been uh you know a a, a thing for a while uh, on and off here and oh, there okay um they're they've just been you know friends more than friends whatever okay so there there is a, a connection between uh well, hence the scene you see with the two of them hugging and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So there's... Uh, Great. Yeah, there, there's history there. I love an otter. Awesome. <laughs> I'll take an otter. You had me at otter. Um, so, I mean, this trailer starts hilariously where they're landing. You think it's Earth. It's not. It's a weird suburban planet of animals that are humanoid animals. As I said in the intro, anthropomorphic animal planet. Uh, and then Drax throws a basketball at a child and knocks her over. Yeah. <laughs> In a way that's hilarious. And they start throwing rocks to the Guardians, which is also hilarious. Um, and hey, yo, comic accurate costumes. Hell yeah. Yes. Those like yeah, classic, blue suits classic with the buttons Guardians. on them and the little symbol. Yep. Awesome. Very excited to see that. 
So they finally got uniforms. Um, I, yeah, I did miss the the ones that we're used to though, like Star Lord and the, like the red jacket kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like I did kind of miss that because that is cool too. That's what I'm used to, right? Yeah. Um, well, they but had, I do like because they was it look. in was it Infinity War Infinity War or somewhere they had like. Oh, you know what? It was because of the yeah. Okay, never mind. It was because of what they were doing. Rocket had the the suit on and. Mm, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. So disregard that. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was really great. Um, very funny. And then it kind of gets into more, and we start getting like the flashbacks about Rocket, and we start getting into shots of Gamora, some action shots. Some there's one shot. Okay, a lot of people think Rocket's gonna die because right. of like the we see him saying like we're all gonna fly away together one last time or whatever, and the fact that it's a Rocket focused story maybe a little bit more people are thinking rocket's gonna die right that whole scene in the trailer with like i'm sick of it i'm not i'm not bending or backing down i'm not running anymore yeah Yeah. that's what it was yep because because everyone thinks rocket's gonna die makes me think that he's not Mm -hmm. makes me think they want you to think that rocket's gonna die when it's really gonna be drax i think drax is gonna die i mean yeah batista's come out and said this is the last time he's playing drax this is the last time exactly so I think Drax is going to die. I think it's also possible. I don't think Groot's going to die because Groot died in the first one. We right. saw that happen. I don't think they're going to do that again. And he also disappeared horribly in <laughs> Infinity War. So I don't think they're going to do that a third time. Although, you know, James Gunn, you never know. I don't think Gamora's going to die because we saw her die yep. in Infinity War. But I think Drax, maybe Nebula... Maybe Star Lord. I think. Yeah, I mean Nebula. Nebula, they frame in the trailer like you see her being genuinely happy in the trailer. Yes. It's like and seeing exactly. even through the through the <laughs> um, through the holiday special and into this trailer, you're seeing a, a side of Nebula that's uh, much different than you know playing paper football with Tony Stark in the uh, right end, intro to Endgame. Yeah, she's buying Rocket Bucky's, or, you know, she got Bucky's arm for Rocket as a Christmas gift, for right. God's sake. You know, she's, she's, like, giving gifts to people. She's come yeah. away, come a long ways from, like, hanging out in the, the broken Milano, uh, exactly. waiting for someone to pick them up. Right, makes me think. You know, the classic uh, Hollywood trope that gets me every time. You know, you get a character just to where they're happy, and bam, then it's over for them. Um. So I think those three characters are the strongest contenders to die. I'm not saying Rocket's not going to die, but right. I don't know. Because they're framing we'll it as Rocket's see. movie that because maybe they're... he... Yeah, maybe he will. Yeah. Maybe he won't. Um, we shall see. There is a shot of the trailer of Nebula carrying Star-Lord yep. like he's passed out. But that does... I don't think he's dead because I don't think they would give that away in a trailer. Right. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. So... I mean, he could just need help or whatever. I'm in, I'm interested to see how they reconnect with Gamora. There's a shot of them in prison garb, um, because the Gamora of this timeline is not the Gamora that already is. Um, you know, she's a Gamora. She's a displaced in time Gamora that came through with Thanos, but didn't disappear when they all disappeared. So um, she does not have the relationship with the Guardians, and I'm interested to see how they get her back into the fold and what happens to her. For sure. Um, oh, yeah. There's a big shot of Mantis crying. There's a shot of Star-Lord screaming. 
shot of Rocket um, not looking great. There's um, a couple there's shots a of Go- uh, Chikudu Awuji looking creepy as hell as the High Evolutionary. Yeah, very menacing. And we cannot talk about this trailer without talking about the fact that we get our first look at Adam Warlock. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a real shot of his kind of face, and then we get him punching a dude in that dude's face. Yeah. What do we think about the inclusion of Adam Warlock? And I think I'm still amazed that he wasn't included before this. Like it's worked. It's worked amazingly well. And like guns done this with like a ragtag group of guardians that like, yeah, they've, he's made this the guardians team that people think of when they think of the guardians of the galaxy. He's made them the a list, the, the normal guardians team. You're right. right. Yep. Which is crazy to think that you can do that without, uh, without Adam Warlock or well he's here now he is and I'm I'm very interested to see what kind of role he plays um because we saw him teased his cocoon or whatever was teased at the end of volume two yeah kind of thought that he was coming I'm interested to see if he's an ally or if he's an anti-hero if he's a straight-up adversary to the Guardians I guess we won't know until we get another trailer or something else um or he may not even be, he may only be partially involved. Maybe they're just setting him up to go on to bigger cosmic-y Marvel things. And I feel like he's a character that I forgot was going to be introduced until I saw the trailer. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right, Adam Warlock. And that puts him on the table for future stuff, you know, Kang Dynasty, Secret Wars, all that kind of thing. You know, he could be, for Secret Wars, what he um, is for Infinity War in the comics. You know, or the Infinity Gauntlet storyline that he was not a part of at all uh, in the films. Um, so I'd be interested to see how he's utilized in this film and going forward. Yeah. No, there's, any of the... There's a lot of other stuff he could show up in. Any of this cosmic stuff, like, that's... Having having him tied into it is definitely a huge bonus. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, you've got that. I'm I'm very curious. I'm sure... Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll get him teased in this. But, like, where where Nova is in all this. Yeah. Did they, okay. I don't remember it anymore because they've announced 10,000 things. Did they officially announce a Nova thing? I don't think so, but I can't. Did they hire a writer? Did like, did we talk about, they hired somebody to start working on a Nova thing, but they didn't like announce like Nova space six. They didn't, that wasn't a Comic-Con thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It might've been something. Yeah. Something like low key, like, bringing someone on to develop it or something along those lines. It would be perfect for them to introduce Nova because they introduced the Nova core. Like I thought, I thought we were going to get Nova in guardians volume one. Yeah. And we did not. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll see there too. I mean, that would be perfect. It'd be perfect for him to do. You get Nova, you get Adam Warlock, and then these characters can go on for these other epic things. You know, they're immediate. They can be in whatever Secret Invasion. They can be in Secret Wars. They can be in Kang Dynasty. They can be in the Marvels. They can be in any other space-related thing. Right. Um. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, this trailer was great. Um. Uh, I think this is. I'm very excited to see this movie more than I have been for other Marvel stuff. And I think it is because similar to, I said that also about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and similar to that movie, 
this is made by a auteur director who has a vision, who writes it themselves. I know James Gunn also storyboards all his movies himself and, you know, mm. directs it, picks out all the music, like all that's, you know. And same with Ryan Coogler for the Black Panther films and like the Creed right. movies and stuff that he's made. Like he's a very, he has a very singular vision. He knows what he wants. He knows what he wants to, and knows what he wants it to look like. And he writes it at, at the same time. So, um, which is different from, you know, other Marvel movies that kind of just feel like they're part of the Marvel machine. And both the Black Panther franchise and the Guardians franchise very much feel like they are in the hands of this one artist that wants a certain look and a certain feel and is able to execute it because Marvel and Disney and Kevin Feige trust this director to do so. So I'm more excited for Guardians 3 than I am for maybe Ant-Man Quantumania, which is a franchise that kind of feels more like... They, I feel like they use Ant Man to set up other things in their universe and have some fun and you know thread some needles, but um, and, you know and whatever. I'm I know Peyton Reed is a good director and all that, but I don't necessarily feel like he's got like like a a stronger a vision that is bigger than the Marvel brand necessarily. Where I feel like Ryan Coogler and James Gunn are filmmakers before they are filmmakers if that makes sense sorry yeah. if that's insulting to any marvel fanboys out there but that's just how i feel so i'm very excited about guardians because it is a from a visionary filmmaker we did also Does that make was, sense? yeah oh absolutely did okay. we we caught the am i going crazy or just from misremembering things was there a shot in there with uh the ravagers with like sylvester stallone like towards the end of the trailer i don't remember I know they've been confirmed um, to come back, and I thought I saw them like quick. Maybe I don't remember. If it was, it must have been a quick shot. I don't because I don't remember that. Right. But it doesn't mean that I didn't miss it. I could have missed it. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if they come back. Um, I feel like they were set up in volume two as like a a tease of something that would continue. And you know, and we say, yeah, you know, I think we talked about this before, but just because. James Gunn is saying this is the last of the Guardians movies I'm going to make, and this is the last that you'll see of this specific team. Right. Doesn't mean they're going to make a volume four, or doesn't mean they're not going to be in Secret Wars, but maybe it's going to be the Sylvester Stallone-led version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Know, or maybe you weirdos. Know, right. Maybe you see, you know, now that Adam Warlock is there, maybe you see him join up, uh, what was it, like Moondragon or any of the... Um, File of Vel, any of the Cree, uh, you know, stuff like that. We're, yeah. There may just be different iterations. So Exactly. Yeah, there's plenty of characters we know we have Cosmo that could too. create. An... Yes. Oh, I loved. We didn't talk about Cosmo when we talked about the Guardians holiday special, but I loved Cosmo. That was great. Oh, it was great. She had a little voice box and everything, a yep. communicator. It was awesome. Loved it. Yeah, Cosmo could definitely go on. And hey, we haven't really, we've gotten two um, uh, Howard the Duck teasers, and James from James Gunn in these Guardians movies. Um, so you never know. You never, Howard the Duck could just become a Guardian <laughs> in Volume Four. I would love that. That'd be great. I would love to watch a whole movie of Sylvester Stallone just talking to a, a CGI duck <laughs> the whole time. That'd be great. Oh, good. Did you hear? I read recently that. Um, 
Leah Thompson, star of Back to the Future and also Howard the Duck, to name two, uh, actually recently pitched a Howard the Duck revival to Disney. Really? And I guess they did, didn't go with it. Yeah, but like she wanted to like do a new Howard the Duck thing. <laughs> and I guess it didn't I guess it didn't go. I think she was like shit, I wish I remembered what happened, but she pitched it like with a a writer. Like she had someone that developed like a treatment with her or something. It might have been a comic book, a Marvel writer. Um that's kind of awesome. But if you make a Howard the Duck thing and you don't get Leah Thompson, come on, get Leah Thompson back. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> you know. If they make us love Thor the Dark World, they can make us love the original Howard the Duck terrible movie at the same time. That is true. Anyway, that's all I got about the Guardians 3 trailer. Hope you uh, wonderful people that are watching and listening loved it as much as we did. If you didn't, let us know why. If you did, let us know why. Uh, comment down below or send us a message, send us an email at all of our stuff that Steve's going to tell you about right now. Yeah, uh, reach out to us at uh, themultiversesupport.com, multiversesupport at gmail.com, multiversesupport on all the socials. Uh, if you're watching us on Twitch, feel free to follow us. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe and like. And uh, Please do. Yeah, sign up for notifications for when we go live. And if you're listening on your podcatcher of choice, uh, choose to subscribe to us and leave us a review because, well, it helps us out. It sure does. And until next time, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the multiverse.